Um, welcome back to the Fed Show. Uh, it's a uh, early morning right now, oh, yeah. so we got some coffee going and some water. Oh, you like my coffee, my bro? Sober as fuck. Hell yeah, my coffee's good, dude. That Thirty more days whatever. right now, man. Damn, I feel good. Yeah. Um. So let's get, man. So suicide, because. All right, let's be real. Dude, one of the f stats that I do remember, they say men are 50% more likely if we try to commit suicide that we're going to shoot ourselves because they say like when the man makes a decision that it's at that point, yeah, that it's like, all right, let's just get it over with. And they say women are more likely to cut themselves or uh, take out. pills and or like try to overdose or something. But men, we're just like, nope, this is it. That is crazy though because... Like, even in movies, you see the girls always cutting themselves or some shit, you know? Or in real life, too, but I'm just saying. And then the other... And, and honestly, a lot, a lot of the issue with suicide isn't really... Isn't really a mental diagnosis on, like, schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or multiple personality. Like, it's not a real clinical diagnosis. They say when men commit suicide, it's because the stressors of life. Like, we're either stressed about about a relationship, about money and paying bills, about something that happened to us. Like, it's not like a real clinical diagnosed disease that we have. Men are just like, fuck, this shit's hard, bro. I've been trying. I've been busting my ass. And I'm yeah. just like, all right, I'm done. And it's like, dude, that the concept of that, to think that there's people that commit suicide because they're diagnosed mental illness, they're on medications, <clears throat> they're trying to get their life together, and they still go through it. Or there's some men out there that are just like, it's just a stressor. Like, this shit's too fucked up for me to deal with, so I'm out. And I, I with the combination of that, because, the, like, most men don't have, like, I'm not diagnosed with depression or anxiety. And people are like, well, do you have anxiety? I'm like, I think everybody has anxiety. It's just that feeling like, ah, what's going on? But I feel like on a certain day, your excitement for a situation can turn into anxiety. Yeah. Like you're too amped up about something. You've been thinking about something way too much. And then you play all these scenarios out in your head. And then none of that shit actually happens the way you thought it would. So then you're kind of depressed and let down in the situation. But I feel like it's a scary stat, bro. Because like statistically, I could kill myself just based off of the fact that I've gone through a separation. Sometimes money's tight. Um, I get a little bit down on myself. And then statistically, I'm 50% more likely to just be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. That's one thing I'm going to put on, start putting on the podcast and like the info link because there's phone numbers for the suicide <coughs> hotline. That it's a free phone number. You're not calling and giving them your insurance information before you get to talk to somebody. It's like legitimately you call in, and I feel like the government, like we spend money on so much stuff. Like we're the United States government polices the world, bro. Yeah. Like we're dumping money into that Ukraine war with. Russia and I don't I don't understand why I mean I'm not saying that those people don't deserve someone to take up for them but dude we we can't secure our, our Mexican border yep. and we just let anyone basically come in so why have a border man why why require people to have citizenship um, like that's why uh, Abbott and DeSantis are sending them up there to Washington I mean, is it a perfect system? No. But if we can't figure our own stuff out, we have gun violence here. 
We have people that are in poverty here that are homeless. Up in, what is it, Flint, Michigan? They don't even got clean drinking water, bro. And we're over here sending millions of dollars to go help Ukraine. What does Ukraine have on Biden? What what are they hiding on him? Because there's some, it just doesn't make sense, bro. Like, I don't understand why. I thought they were winning anyways, weren't they? Bro, you know, they've still been at war. They're still fighting with Russia right now. The Russian president's just walking around doing <clears throat> interviews and shit. And just because, for no reason, like, like it's like he's not even at war. Yeah. But we've been at war, but, you know, the United States news media, we go through these cycles where we're just like, yeah. oh, there's a war. Oh, Will Smith slapped his wife. Or slapped Chris Rock for talking about his wife. <laughs> slapped his wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm honest, you serious, think about it. And then, like, in this last week, uh, shit. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump has been in the news when they, everybody's like, Donald Trump got arrested. And everyone's talking about free Trump. Bro, he was never in jail. He went, got arraigned, appeared yeah. in a court, and he got back on a plane and went back to Miami. Because he was at the UFC fight oh, Saturday yeah, night, that. bro. Sitting next to Kid Rock and Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. That shit was badass. <laughs> I mean, but the but we didn't we didn't know we didn't listen to any stories but around the world about the wars going on, yeah. anything going else. All we were concerned about this week was Donald Trump went to jail. No, he didn't. He didn't. He, he never stepped foot into a jail cell in a jumpsuit like I did, and fucking wearing <laughs> jelly sandals. Like that didn't happen, bro. And making all memes about him. Yeah, they probably ran they his did. fingerprints, yeah. and then he went and saw a judge, and they said, "All right, we're gonna release you." And he's like, "Okay, I paid paid some money," and he he's back to doing his normal thing. <laughs> It's crazy how they distract us, right? The news. Yeah, bro. You know, it's real shit going on. Like, you should, and, dude, that's like, I don't. <laughs> like, and then the thing is, most, like, I don't even watch the news anymore, bro. The only time I see it is when it's on YouTube, you know. But I really don't watch it. It just pops up, and I'm like, sometimes I click on it. Dude, I got a podcast on YouTube, and I barely even watch YouTube. <laughs> I only watch YouTube to check out YouTube links from Instagram that people send me. Or if there's something I generally I'm searching for, yeah. Because with YouTube, like I ain't gonna lie, a lot of the research and the, and the stuff that I do when I'm trying to figure something out, I just go to YouTube. I'm a mechanic, bro. I use YouTube more than I use the programs that our companies pay thousands of dollars for. Because <laughs> there's always some white dude, some white redneck, bruh, that's already done it. He's like, look, the book says to do it this way, but I got a better way. Yeah. And it's like, huh? And that dude that saved me like three hours the other day working on the car. <laughs> oh, and we're off to rambling. What else are we going to talk about today? <sighs> what else you got? I don't know. I was going to talk about something. It'll come to me. All right, so there's one other thing I wanted to talk about on this that it really pissed me off when I read it because I'm the uh, I, I'm. It's a major health organization. Let's just put it that way. <clears throat> I'm not going to fucking say that. It was it was a WHO or the CDC. So in one of their ex- exploitations or excerpts that I was reading, they said there's a stigma between mental health and gun violence. <clears throat> that everyone always thinks that the person that killed a bunch of people had mental health issues, like guaranteed. And the problem is mental health, mental illness, the words don't interchange the way that people use them and think about it. Because not everybody goes to a doctor and gets diagnosed and everything. But in the, the little paragraph excerpt, they said, So, 
don't they said don't get confused and think that an act of pure evil uh, that an act of pure evil is the same thing as mental illness and and to combat that I would say let's define well how are we defining pure evil because the United States is separation of church and state so what are we using as moralized values what are we using to sit there and say okay we're gonna uh, we're gonna say morals right and wrong but where are we getting the where are we getting the uh, the guideline yeah because when you I'm not gonna because I'm not sitting here saying that Christianity is the way what I'm saying is Christianity it uh, it creates a bar it creates your right and your wrong your moral values but I mean uh, there's plenty of other religions in the world that they give the same sense of moral value maybe some things are uh, viewed differently or like I know there's some uh, <coughs> religions that don't recognize certain holidays and there's other religions that have way more holidays and different things that are sacred to them that mean more to them but every religion in the world predominantly sets a balance uh, of positive negative good things bad things this is a moral code we follow but when a world health organization or cdc decides to say oh don't don't confuse mental illness or uh mental health issues with pure evil it's like we can't you can't use the term pure evil because then you're i mean you're <coughs> using your basis off well someone is pure evil well why are they like that yeah. did they go through something in their lifetime and that's not even a medical term bro like it's not so like oh pure you, evil. you you imagine you go to a doctor bro like what's going on oh he's just pure evil <laughs> what are you supposed to do with that what would the doctor say yeah. well, he oh he we need to do a an exorcism we need to do an exorcism on somebody that doesn't believe in God, the concept of right and wrong, but he's pure evil. Like it, it, that, that just it, it made me think like so we can we can randomly take things when we need to use them for a situation, but the whole thinking behind good and evil, right and wrong, like it has to come from somewhere. And people are like, Well, I believe this is right and this is wrong. Like, but where do you get that belief system from? Well, my granddaddy told me or this was the way I was raised. Well, where did they, where did they pick up that belief system from? Like, I mean, and it goes to simpler things like, uh, like hitting your kids. Where's where's the limit? You spank them when they're little, and when they're older, you ground them. But certain people might freaking beat their kid with a bat when they're older because they're being bad. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's domestic violence. Or that's yeah, domestic violence, home violence, family violence. But is that evil? That's my kid. I was putting him in his place. Yeah. I, I'm not, if I'm not, I don't beat my kids with baseball bats. But at some level, that's that's a conversation that oh, I could say that person was pure evil. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the concept of saying pure evil as an answer for anything, because there's a root cause. Something happened to that person when they were younger. They went through something in their life, or they they literally you can't use the term pure evil and just like leave it at that. Don't confuse pure evil for mental illness. It's like, that doesn't even make sense. <clears throat> okay, off on that tangent. What else are we going to talk about? Oh, we'll just cut into this. Okay, so update. With uh, 30 days sober now over here. Um, yeah, just just to, to touch on... You said 31 days? Oh, yeah, today's 31. Oh. And by the time this uploads, it'll probably be like... 
don't know, 35, who knows. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, after going through this, and um, so, like, this is the other thing I was going to talk about. <clears throat> so, like, when we were younger, you and me, we weren't uh, we weren't the slimmest cats around. We were not, like, but you, but you're pretty thin right now. But when we were younger, we was uh, we was a little stout. We was like oh, yeah. we wasn't fat, but we was medium for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, had to get the husky. Yeah, at Walmart. Husky at Walmart, bro. <laughs> you ain't lying. But that's uh, <laughs> this is a fucked up uh, uh, size. You know? But yeah, but what would you else would you want us to be thick, extra? <laughs> Can I get the, uh, man, I need the regular length extra eights. <laughs> or, I don't know, whatever, like when I was a kid. Because when you're a little kid, they have the, they call it husky. Yeah. It's like, dude, that does not make a kid feel good. <laughs> I need the huskies. Hell yeah. But uh, I think that's something that, okay, so when I was younger, <clears throat> me and Vincent weren't the skinniest of cats. And clearly, boy, is it right now either. But mine had a lot to do with my drinking and alcohol intake. And my diet has been uh, pretty much shit for a while. Like for the past two years, struggling with uh, with drinking. Um, when I was in jail, I got on a scale and I was three oh six, and I kind of I kind of just dropped a, a bunch of weight, like off top, like seventeen pounds. But like I started noticing other stuff. So I actually I had seen some uh, some friends yesterday, and I haven't sat on here and uh, and actually done this on camera, but I shaved my head, no more mullet. But uh, when I got out of jail, I was like, all right, there's a pr- pictures of me in jail with a mullet, so it's time to cut my hair. <laughs> so I gave myself a fade or whatever, and then I kind of realized there was some dry patches up here. And uh, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I have, I've had psoriasis on this elbow and on my knee and behind my ears for the better part of two years, and I never wanted to make the connection that it had to do with my drinking. So now my elbow's cleared up. I have a tattoo on my chest. The little spots are cleared up. There's a spot here on my arm, a spot here on my arm, behind my ears. And, like, literally, dude, all that shit's cleared up in 30 days of no drinking. That's good shit. And I'm just like, these are just more reasons that I'm like, so if I don't start drinking again, I'm not, I'm not going to have to worry about going back to jail. Now I'm like, I, I, I was fighting with insurance and try, and the doctors trying to get medications they would have put me on ointments and then all these creams and put me on pills, injections in my leg. And I'm over here now like, fuck these doctors, bro. Yeah. All they had to say was... Stop drinking. Stop drinking. <laughs> and that is a whole different conversation. <clears throat> but I bring all that up to say um, the link that I have, like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I was embarrassed sometimes. Like, because if I wore a black shirt, I was always, like, checking my shoulders. Yeah. Because the, the the skin will flick off behind my ears. Like, even you can go back on the Six Pack Podcast and look at them. And I got shorts on. And you can see my knee. It's all white. And now it's just a red blotch, which I'm fucking happy with. But, like, I, I would, like, dude, there was times I, I I'll catch myself, like, trying to get that knee out yeah. of the camera view. Like, I didn't want, I didn't want to show it. And, like, that's another thing, dude. When I was younger, like, self, self-consciously, just the way I looked at myself and everything, it sucked, bro. Like, I felt like, I felt like there's nothing I can do. Like, there's no, like, you can put me on a diet and am I gonna, I wouldn't stick to it. I would still drink sodas. I would do all this stuff. But, like, like I don't say, like, I had a mental illness about it. But, dude, I, I clearly cared about my fucking, my looks as a child. Like, man, I wish I, 
Like now, like I said, bro, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm taking my shirt off. We're at the lake. We're going to the beach. We're going to go to the pool. My yeah. shirt's coming off. It is what it is. This is what I look like. <laughs> but when I was younger, bro, like I didn't have that confidence. Yeah. I was just like, I would never, t- I would, I would like dread taking my shirt off. I remember we were swimming in the lake one time. I had this white Tommy Hilfiger shirt on. Got in the lake, left the lake that day. That, that white Tommy shirt was like yellowish with the tint from the dirty water. Damn. That shirt never never came back to white. But I feel like that's one thing with me. Like, I don't act like I lack self-confidence. Yeah. I make up for it in other ways. Like, <clears throat> I'll, I'll deter you away from stuff I, shit I don't want to talk about. Yeah. But I feel like that was just a cool update for me. Like, hey, this is what, uh, this is what not drinking has done for me so far. Uh, saved a shitload of money. The skin shit that I've been trying to fix for two years. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't really give a shit, like, who sees it or whatever. But this yeah. tattoo on my chest, that one was hurting me, bro. Like, because there's, like, it was, like, three spots on it that had the psoriasis patches. And I was like, bro, it would make me sad when I looked at it. It's like, damn, to have a tattoo that I really like. You put time and effort and thought about getting something done. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, damn. Am I going to have to go? <laughs> I, first, I got to fix my skin. Then I got to go back and get this bitch redone. Yeah. But it, all the ink is still there. It was just yeah. the surface level of skin shit. Yeah, was right. that patch there before, when you got that tattoo? Uh-huh. Or no? No? It just started, damn. That's why I was like, fuck, man. You remember being a fat boy, Vincent? Oh, yeah. I do. Got me. You said a fat boy? <laughs> <laughs> a husky? Husky. But, bro, like, <laughs> dude, I feel like I got called a lot of that. But mine. Fat boy, yep. Yeah. Chunky, kids are mean, fat dude. boy. Shit. I think that growing up, getting made fun of a lot. Friends, cousins. On my mom's side, man. That shit hurt. And then it affects me today because sometimes I don't even like taking my shirt off just because of that shit. I mean, and the thing is, it's exactly. I need bro. to be like you, like, who gives a fuck, you know? But it's still back in my head. I always think about you this shit. you're at that stage now that it doesn't fucking matter. <coughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like. I, and I think yeah. that was a lot of it, a lot of it for me, like, because I was married for so long. Yeah. And it was just like I'm not out here to press nobody, and yeah. but I kind of like too. that I still have that mindset even though I'm not married. Like, I'm just like fuck it, bro. Yeah. Like, cause the, the biggest thing is a lot of people are like, oh well, like there's okay, there's there's a difference in like some people that are like body positivity, but I think the other issue is well, you can't lie about it, like. Okay, let's let's use this fucktard Jared Fogle, the fucking asshole from Subway. Oh, yeah. That dude was a piece of shit before he worked for Subway. He's this big old heavy man. You don't develop a sex addiction to kids yeah. just because you lost weight. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That's a fucking bullshit story. But even a piece of shit like Jared realized, hey, I need to lose weight. So he started eating Subway. I'm not saying go to Subway, but there's... Body positivity, like, yeah, you can be beautiful in the skin that you're in. You can also be unhealthy as fuck and on your way to a heart attack, diabetes, uh, bad knees, bad ankles. Like, there's so much shit that goes into your health. And body positivity, there's nothing wrong with it. You are beautiful in the skin you're in. You look great, homeboy. Like, take your shirt off. Let's hit the pool. Like, let's do it. But at the same time... <laughs> Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, at the same time, we do have to address that it's not healthy. 
because I, I know, dude, like, I've, like, I'm, pro- I'm <clears throat> if I don't adjust my shit, well, the drinking is going to help because I don't make shitty choices with food like I used to at night. But you really sit there and you think about it, like, man, you, you can eat yourself into an early grave because I know I was, I was on my path and drinking and eating like shit at 306 pounds. And people are like, oh, you carry your weight well. I don't give a shit how I carry my weight. This shit's unhealthy. Yeah. When I go to a doctor or when I go to get sign up for insurance and the fucking nurse goes, oh, you have a shitty diet. Like, Are you supposed to talk to me like that? I'm not fucking Cartman from South Park. Like, you don't get to tell me I have a shitty diet. She goes, I'm just looking at the numbers, your BMI, your blood pressure, uh, all this shit. It's all out of whack. This, You're yeah. not living a healthy lifestyle. I'm like. Well, I didn't ask for your opinion, so write your stuff on the paper and give me whatever I need to get out of here. But, I mean, I feel like that's something that, I know for me growing up, like, dude, I was, man, there's some pictures, I look like a chunky Asian kid, man, I ain't gonna lie, like, when I smiled, my eyes was closed, and I, I, don't, I don't look back at those pictures and I'm like, man, I miss that. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, I don't, I don't miss being the... The the I fucking happy <clears throat> little kid that I was, because there was a spot before I grew this way, that dude I was just I was like, in that five foot three five foot four range, it had some yeah. rolls on my belly, but I wasn't like bro that's what gets me like I wasn't fat like a big old gut, it was just fat like I had rolls, and like <laughs> yeah, no, right? it's shitty bro because it's like I'm not I'm not like fat fat. But I'm, like, not skinny or, like, medium either. It's just, like, that weird in-between. Like, bro, you you starting to be fat, but you about <laughs> to be fat, but you not quite at either spectrum. Yeah. So it's not, like. Damn rolls. Yeah. It's not like you can take your shirt off. Like, there's no positive. Like, uh, he's just fat and he don't care. It's not that because it's, like, he's not quite fat. It's like yeah. maybe if he ate a little better and, and uh, fucking ran a little bit, maybe I would have been thinner. But man, fuck around. But we I always ran all the time. I, I think know, we bro. just overate. We just ate like shit. We just I think we just overate. Bro, my McDonald's menu order was basically the same that it is right now, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't the same amount. Like yeah. right now, bro, I can get down on. Man, I could probably eat a double quarter pounder, probably forty chicken nuggets, large fry, two cokes. Need two cokes to wash down forty nuggets. Yeah. But I can eat 40 nuggets at one sitting. And I don't feel like, whew, I'm like, where's that burger at, bro? <laughs> but when I was younger, bro, like, I, it was unhealthy eating, bro. Like, I, I think I was, like, borderline, like, if I'm not going to be skinny, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Yeah. And I'd kill, bro, in the summertime, <clears throat> I'd kill a whole bag of fucking Tostitos lime chips and, like, a gallon of sweet tea in yeah. one day. And then eat some pizza rolls in a Hot Pocket and watch uh, Jerry Springer. When I was at home by myself. When I see my nephew, uh, Jason, kind of reminds me of me when I was, you know. Yeah. He's a little, little chubby and no haircut all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my mom did me too, man. Shit. Bro, you had that baby fro. Bro, we have a family picture with all of the grandkids in it. And you got like that baby fro going in that picture. <laughs> God dang, I forgot about that too. You just, That's how my mom did me too. Bro, I remember when we were younger, you used to, uh, I used to, because I used to get a fade, but when I got my haircut, we went to, like, this old military barber. That's where my mom took me. Yeah. This old man named Candelgo, but he went by Candy, yeah. which is a weird name for old Mexican dude. <laughs> but he would always, uh, he would say, oh, hi, Mr. Robert, hi, tight. 
and he would give me a high and tight fade, like military style, yeah. like a three on top, <laughs> a zero on the sides. And that's how I got my hair cut because I didn't know, like, there was a barbershop. I didn't know about a taper fade, a medium fade, a low fade, uh, all these other, like, I didn't know. And then I remember I used to tell you, I was like, Vincent, what kind of haircut do you get? Oh, uh, man, we, I get a boy's haircut. <laughs> that's what it's called. I know, bro, but <laughs> it was just the way that you said it was like that was the official fucking I know, right? Haircut. Boy's haircut. I remember that shit. I remember I was like, <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, when I go, my mom just tells me boy's haircut. And then you told me one time there's like a boy's haircut number one and a boy's haircut number two. Oh, yeah. And I guess that was the difference in the, the, the length or, or where the blend started yeah. or finished. Like, if it was higher, it was the number one. If it was lower, it was like a low, like, I guess a low taper. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you and, you and Eric, y'all both had boys' haircuts. Like, I'm sure y'all went to the same barber at the same time. Oh, man, bro. Yeah. I remember we got bangs, bro. Oh, yeah, I remember that shit. You didn't get bangs, bro. That <clears throat> one time, Robert gave Eric bangs, gave me bangs, and he fucked yours up, and you were just bald. <laughs> <laughs> he one time he did give me bangs though, cause I remember, uh, cause I would uh, put the jail when I was back on mom's, and that day going to the bus it rained and shit, and all that jail came off, dude. You just, I, I tell my friend to send me the picture, but it was just a puff, dude. <laughs> Damn. Nah, dude, cause my hair is fucking straight. Well, back then it was. Now my shit gets long. It starts getting wavy and shit. Yeah. But I just had the little patch right here. I look like one of those fucking like <laughs> dolls that a little girl plays with that has those like perfect bangs yeah. that stop like right above her eyebrows. And then my mom dyed my shit like purple or something. Yeah, bro, there's some pictures when I was in private school in like seventh and eighth grade. I look fucking crazy. I was like, who decided this was okay? Like, why? Why did I? Why did I get to do this? Like, let's let's not. I'm actually texting him right now so he can send me that picture. <laughs> Send me the picture, bro, and then I'm gonna put the I'll put the Instagram story with that picture in the podcast episode. Hell yeah. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> what are they talking about? All right, so I think we rambled a little much, and we're gonna go grab breakfast here in a minute with yeah. you, baby. But uh, yeah, so like, let's just wrap up, bro. I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how we solve the suicide issue in this country. That I really think that. Like, after doing a lot of reading and a lot of watching a lot of TED Talks and watching videos on YouTube and people that are way more educated on this shit than we are, I think uh, we need to invest more money as a country uh, into, like, suicide help hotlines and uh, just available access and, um, and make sure that there's, like, someone there for people to talk to because not everybody has a Vincent like I do. Not everybody has uh, a family that supports them and backs them up. At the worst of times. Yeah, a lot of people are just alone sometimes. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I got a couple of friends. They live here. They moved here from out of state or out of country. And, like, they just don't have anyone here. But, I mean, they got friends. But yeah. they don't always have, like, they don't have, like, those family cookouts like we do. Like, honestly, I would encourage everyone to get a family group text like we have. Because, like, we don't see, we don't see all of our cousins, like, on a regular basis. Your dad lives on the other side of fucking oh, out by <laughs> Dallas, uh, yeah. but we we interact on a daily basis with uh, there's what are there eight of us on there, yeah. and then our cousin Naomi she lives in fucking Arkansas right now, 
but with Instagram, Instagram's cool, but you're showing everybody that shit. Yeah. Like our group text, like you think people post a lot of fucking food pics and shit on on Instagram? You should our group text. There's probably there's probably fifty pictures a day yep. of dumb shit of the old David doing laundry, taking a picture of my job from a distance away. <laughs> he does it every time, don't he? What did you say on oh, that? Oh, yes, if you zoom in, you can see Robert drinking a monster. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> everyone zoomed in. No, I was not in the picture drinking a monster. But it's but that's one of our that's one of the things that I think that our keeps our family as close as we are. Because even if you don't chime in every day or you're not on the group text, you can yeah. kind of still see what everybody's doing. Like last night, y'all went out. And I was like, oh, shit, look at that pool. And I didn't even get a chance to say, where's that at? Yeah. Because your dad was already, where's that at? <laughs> but it's like, uh, I mean, and we just, I mean, it's it, it's got out of hand a couple of times with those people talking shit on there. Yeah. But for the most part, like, you talk shit to your family, and I get to talk all the shit I want to my family. But if you try to fuck with my family, oh, man, I don't, get, I don't care what that fool said to me. Fuck you. Yeah. And that's, that's just <laughs> been, like, an ongoing thing with our family, like, We'll, we'll rile each other up. We'll talk shit. Find old pictures of us, us, us when we were younger. And someone will randomly put one on there. And it's like, oh. And I still get called Baby Robert to this day, bro. I know, right? It's only Arindia. Arindia's the only one. She still refers to me as Baby Robert occasionally. I'm like, <laughs> I'm bigger than all y'all now. Y'all still gonna call me Baby Robert, bro? Come on. Hell yeah. Baby Robert. But yeah, what? Well, so I, I do think that everybody needs somebody to talk to. That's not just like a licensed physician or a mental health um, a mental health person or a suicide hotline person. You need somebody in your life you can have a real conversation with, and they're not going to judge you, and they're going to be there to lift you up and kind of put you in a better position, let you get stuff off your chest, take better care of each other, um, have have tough conversations with people, and uh, and and just check on people. How you doing? What's uh? What, what's going on with you um like everybody's life matters and it's not just it's not just oh that person doesn't have any friends or they don't have, i mean maybe maybe that's why they need you to be their friend maybe that's why they need you to reach out kind of hang out with them more and honestly as society i think we need to make ourselves a little more available i mean we really everybody really don't have that much shit going on all the time but in all reality like what are you really doing that matters no <clears throat> so be there for people love each other check on each other um we're getting into that rambling stage David's now here. is he did he not yeah all right i used to say talk shit in the comments but i'm not gonna say that anymore y'all stay fit